Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Law Librarian Conversations on Blog Talk Radio, the podcast about all things law library, legal bibliography, and the law library profession. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, so we're here in uh, Philadelphia live. Um, This is Law Librarian Conversations Philadelphia edition, day three, the wrap-up. We're we're all tired. Um, It's been a long conference, even though it's shorter than than usual. And uh, we actually um, have got an interesting group of people that are going to be that are here now and that are going to be joining us to, to wrap things up. Some of my favorite people um, are here. And I guess we should just go ahead and introduce people um, that are here now and we'll add other people to the mix as they show up. But So I'm Richard Leiter, your uh, host and uh, our producer. I got a promotion. And you got a promotion. <laughs> Uh, Marcia Doherty Baker. She's our uh, chat room host. If you're listening live, uh, please j- jump in the chat room. Um, and uh, if not, okay, then Marcy's the one who's tweeting. Are you? I am. Oh, good. And um, we have Ken Hirsch, member of the board. Uh, all. Yes, and and the the uh, and, and I'm sure everybody knows uh, the famous karaoke with Ken. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he's the Ken of karaoke with Ken. And how many people here have awards named after them? Uh, the um, the Hirsch Award for Sir Distinguished Service, of, of which I am a recipient. So, I mean, he's the godfather to me. But it's an interesting tie-in, Tori. Do you remember um, when Wendy and I met you in the hotel in... San Antonio, and I don't remember the details. Well, you should it so you oh, yeah. So, so the, yes, right. Tori Trotta, former uh, ex, no, former president of AAAL. A living, a, a, what is living it? Past a living past president. That's right. The purple reference used to say. Yeah, so. Someone thought that was crazy. <laughs> uh, what, what was the deal? San Antonio was my presidential year, and you and Wendy were just minding your own business. Just walking along. I said, come and have a drink in my suite. I'm all by myself. And so you guys came in, and we had a drink, and, we, and then we were, I was sort of waiting to go to the karaoke thing until you guys came with. Because yep. it was close by. Yes, so. it was the mall. Yeah, so it was very convenient. So <laughs> off the three of us went, Yes. and we joined in the fun, and... And we sang, or I sang. I don't think you guys sang. Wendy and I, no, we didn't. But you hung out for a while. We did. If I'm not mistaken, the name of the establishment was Suds and Songs. Yes. Yes, yeah, it was a cowboy bar. And it was, was Wendy and I thought that it was just going to be a normal day in AAAL conference. The next thing we know, we're listening to Ken sing Mac the Knife. And, uh, yeah, so it was fun. So thank you for, for joining us. And and and, may, and we'll talk about your ribbons. Maybe you got quite a collection. We all do. There's yes, quite a few. And then Margie Mays, um, president of LIPA, former president of AAAL, and you were at Minnesota, St. Thomas, and Cornell. Cornell. That's right. A luminary. National True. Center for State Court. <laughs> yes. And and, and a law firm. You, where, yeah, and you've been a law oh, yeah. firm librarian too. That's where I got to know you. You were that's at right. Littler, and I was at Los Roca in Phoenix, and that's, that's how right. we met. Actually, I got to know you then. Yeah, yeah. PLL. Yeah, God, the old days. Wow. I so I have to correct you, though. I'm not the president of Littler. I'm well, the, I'm the executive director. We do have okay. a board chair yeah. who might be listening and who might <laughs> want me characterized that way. Yeah, the boss. Mm-hmm. Of no staff, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, welcome. And um, Tom Boone, who used to be, uh, I, I used to follow Tom when you were a reference librarian at Loyola. Mm-hmm. You had some of the best uh, Twitter posts about cool Hollywood things. <laughs> That's true. And I no longer have those because I don't live in Hollywood anymore. That's right. 
you're now you've ascended to the heights. Harvard. He's what is your title at the Harvard? Faculty Services Librarian. At Harvard. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. How long have you been there? I've been there two years and two months now. Okay. Yeah. And so you're probably the newbie among all of us here, aren't you? You're the how long have you been a law librarian? I uh, started in 2004 at UNLV. Yeah. My first, my UNLV? First, yes. Oh, no kidding. My first AAOL was uh, Boston 2004. Okay. Ha, huh. so I knew you right from the very get-go. You were one of the cool kids. Something like that. Yeah. Neat. Well, the reason I, I, I love UNLV, I like the people there. My daughter, uh, my middle daughter has decided to become a law librarian follow in oh, daddy's hi. footsteps. She lives in Las Vegas, and so she's going to start school at UNLV. Oh, really? Yeah, work with Jeannie Price. Jeannie's already met with her, and so that's kind of fun. There are a lot of types between Arizona State and UNLV because the entire senior uh, decanal management left ASU and went and started the UNLV Law School. So oh, no kidding. a lot of, of ties and special relationships. Yeah, so, and, and I always get Arizona State and Arizona, University of Arizona mixed up. You both in the desert or? Oh, yeah, I would say yes. Okay, both in yeah, the all right. It's Arizona State. Arizona State, State is what in is, Phoenix, what? and so we're in the, you know, okay. in the hub of civilization, and the University <laughs> of Arizona is two hours down an ugly interstate road. Yeah, right. And what is the the university in Arizona that's up in Flagstaff? Uh, that would be NAU. That is part of the Northern Illinois. Northern, Northern okay. Arizona University. All right. And they don't Basically. have a law school. No. Just be, yes. Trivia. Trivia. My producer is keeping me on track. We have people that have to leave early. Yes, that's right. Okay, so there are five categories. Uh, we'll, we'll just take them one at a time. Let's let Ken. Uh, I'll take lunch, miscellaneous lunch meets for 500. Okay, or um, these are your actual okay, alternatives yeah. oh. uh, crime, and, <laughs> crime and punishment. Oh, darn it. Crime and punishment. Ooh. History and legalese, law and the arts, our constitution and personalities. I'll go with our constitution. Okay, our constitution for uh, glory and fame. Oh, oh, here's the question. I was going to read you the answer. I picked it up. Works for me. Yeah. How many justices sit on the Supreme Court? Oh God! You got to be kidding me. Currently, nine. Well, you got it right. Okay, we have some more uh, guests uh, joining us. God, that was almost uh, cheating. That's a warm up. One more. One more. Oh, is it what cat, same category? No, let's try the legalese category. Let me make sure I get the question side. If you are a, can you pronounce that? Is it Latin? Philosophist. Would you please spell it? P H Y L A S I S T. If you are a phylicist, what do you do for a living? Classify things. Anybody from the audience? No? You are a jailer. How about that? Yeah. Can I throw out a word I learned last week? Sure, please. I have to get it right. A cephologist with a silent P at the front. P-S-E-P-H-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. Cephologist. Or cephology, exactly. Yeah. The study or science of elections from the Greek for pebble because in, they voted in the public meeting place with pebbles or stones. Oh, interesting. How okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, personalities. Personalities? What toy store heir was appointed as corporation counsel for New York City in the early 1980s? FAO Schwartz. The third. Bob, Very good. 
How did you, how did you, did I, you I know that? that? I thought it was, yeah. and I thought oh. it was Jeffrey Giraffe. And here quiet. we go. <laughs> our our most recent past president. Know? Yes. And Holly. A fresh box. You. You're okay. Well, it, I didn't even open it just I'll in case. Myself, I'm so, Holly Riccio, everybody stood and you heard the fanfare. So. I am Holly Riccio, AALL past president. Yes. Well, well done. Past living president. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Living past no, no, she's living past. She's not past living yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, let's let's just take a second. I mean, first, you know, welcome, and and then um, uh, 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 Cindy uh, Bassett. God, I don't know why I'm spacing on your name. And then we also have um, God. This this conference has just fried my brain. It was actually the Lushes at Tallulah's Garden last night that did it. How are you guys? Good. You having a good conference? Uh, had. had a good conference? Yes. And Janice over there. And Janice? Yeah. That's Where are you from? Widener. Widener, yes. Oh. Wait, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, so... Um, okay, so we have people who have to leave early. We do. Who has to leave early? I've already answered some of them. That's Me right. Too. Yeah, you I, have. I don't know anything else. Okay. Sure. Yeah, Holly. Okay. Here's what we're playing. Crime and, okay, the categories are crime and punishment, history and legalese, law and the arts, our constitution, or personalities. We'll go with law and the arts. Law and the arts? For 200 now. Yes. <laughs> what was the legal issue in the movie Inherit the Wind? My partner would know that. She would know. It's Darwinism. Yeah, it was the goat's monkey trial specifically. Darwinism. What did you say? Darwinism. Yes. Very good. See, the, the past presidents help each other out. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. That's right. The story of the goat's monkey trial with Clarence Darrow. Yeah, God. I know that I've seen the movie. I just I mean, can't. I mean, the AALO category. I could have probably got that one. <laughs> We should make one up for AALL. That would be hilarious. We should. Well, okay, so yesterday... Yesterday we found an error in the... <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, um, I think Roger volunteered to call the maker of these and complain. Are they still in <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. Um, all right. Margie, are you ready, or do you want to? Sure. You you answered that one kind of. I, I'm a, I'm going to take the win there with the assist from Tori. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'll take law and the arts. Law and the arts. Did Blake Carrington of Dynasty? Wait, Blake Carrington of Dynasty was first tried for murdering whom? Oh God, I'm I'll say his wife. His son's male lover. Well, well. Yeah. I yeah. forgot that storyline. Yeah. Where's my Okay. These, these, <laughs> these cards are copyright 1986. I so I should have given you a little bit of. I should have asked a Dallas question. Yeah. Yeah. That that was kind of unfair. Do you want to try again? Yeah. Um. What are we on? Law and the arts. Personalities. We are. No. Law and the arts. Law and the arts. Berger, Steele, and Drake were supporting characters for what author's protagonist? Uh, yes. Eric Parker. Who said that? Eric. Eric. <laughs> and, and he took the words right out of the yeah. How in the world did you know that? Eric Welsh, this yes. is a reference Terry librarian extraordinary. Terry Mason. Hamilton Berger. Oh, Berger, Street, and Drake, of course. Yeah. All right, are you ready? I suppose so. Tom Boone, for fame, glory. What is your category? Uh, 
I, would, I was going to say Law and Arts, but I made it had a dynasty question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you that the subject of this question is witness for the prosecution. And it's underlined, so it's either a book or a movie. It's, it's a movie. A movie yes. Yes. I've seen a movie, but I don't know that I remember. Go ahead and ask him. What actor played the defense lawyer in the movie Witness for the Prosecution? Ooh. Charles Lawton. I'm going to go with Charles Lawton. Yeah. <laughs> you got a ringer back there. Yeah, no bad. Yeah, right. he, you know, Eric, maybe you should uh, consider what is it? The. Um, um, oh, that show with the ding, 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 ding. Jeopardy? Uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy. You do a law like well, now, Rich, you could talk a little bit about Jeopardy because there is someone in our midst who has some experience. What? Seriously? Well, with auditioning. You auditioned for Jeopardy? Twice. No Most kidding. Recently, a month ago. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, tell us about it. Well, I successfully completed the online uh, test, which is a 50-question test. Yeah. Successfully for the second time in the span of nine years. Got, wow. Got invited to the uh, regional audition, which I had chosen Atlanta as my preferred city. So immediately before the Cali conference, leaving my very my recovering but still ill wife, who had just had some surgery. Mm. But Nevertheless, blessed my going. And I got to Atlanta, and I spent Monday night with uh, law librarian Nancy Adams and her husband, Chris Kinney, and I spent breakfast. I spent a dinner Monday evening with them, and breakfast Tuesday morning with Chris Niedringhouse, our colleague yeah. of Georgia State University, and then went to the Westin Hotel in Atlanta, where I walked into a room with about 30 other people, hope, 30 other hopefuls to get yeah. on the show. And the room was very silent. For the first two minutes, you could hear a pin drop. So I said, "So is this a conversation-free zone?" And a couple of people responded. And then I asked, "How many of you have done this before?" And six of us raised our hands. And then we got talking for seven yeah. minutes. And then as the contestant coordinators came in, I said, "I have them warmed up for you." And um, the, the process is, you take a fifty. They tell you lots about what you're going through and, and what's involved in getting on the show. And you take a fifty-question written test and basically both show that it wasn't a fluke that you scored well online. Right. And also they use that as one of the things they're looking at in rating your chances for the show. They have you play about five minutes of the game with two of your fellow auditioners. Um, I'm ashamed to say I missed the first, the first really easy question I tried, and I won't tell you what it was, but I'm just ashamed that I missed such. As a person who grew growing up claimed to know all 50 state capitals, yeah, missed it because I was thinking of a university instead of the state capital. Oh no. Um, and then they engage you in the kind of patter that they would expect Alex to engage you in, and they make sure they that you speak loudly and clearly. So at least on that aspect, I had no problem. Yeah. And then the basic numbers are: uh, first of all, they'll rank you in their own way of ranking. But statistically, if everybody was being had a chance of randomly being selected, basically have a one in six chance of getting on the show. Yeah. At that point, they invite 2,500 people in. They need 400 for the season. Wow. So and you're everybody who participates in the audition. Unless they disqualify for something like being related to someone who works on the show or a production company or something. It's in the contestant pool for the next 18 months, all eagerly awaiting for our cell phones to buzz, saying, please come to L.A. and tape. Yeah. You'll wow. know if I get invited on the show. It'll be on Twitter. Twitter. It'll be on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I'll man. plug one of my three blogs, jeopardyquest.kenhirschonline.com. Cool. Cool. That is really neat. Thank you for we'll keep that. our fingers crossed. Yeah. I'm personally hoping to get on Wheel of Fortune someday. So I'll, we'll, yeah, there we'll you go. Back to back. You can, you'll start you first, and I'll be next. So. In some markets, it's the other way around. Sure. Uh, so, Holly, you're finishing up your first, or for your first year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're finishing up your year as uh, well, double-A-double-L. I don't think the bylaws say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, what, what was it like? Was it fun? Oh, no, no now I'm going to have to explain it. Okay. Um, no, it was, um, this is a, a culmination of a lot of things, you know, the whole year. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the year, but this was, it was really nice. It was very special. My partner's from Pennsylvania, so it was very special, even though I didn't pick Philadelphia as my city, for this to be my city. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, that was really nice, and I've had a blast. You know, we started off crying with Terry Gross, so I figured it was appropriate for me to start to 
break up a little bit of the lunch. And By the way, uh, do, do you have uh, as president a selection in who that keynote is? Um, so we, uh, there were some ideas that I had. Um, some were out of our price range, you know, we're yeah. not in the yeah. Clinton, you know, level of so yeah. people um, that we can get. But um, actually, I will say it again. Carol Watson was the one that came up with the idea, okay. the MPC chair. She said, hey, how about Terry Grouse? And she's local, you know. And, yeah. uh, and I said, okay, that, yeah, I like that. That sounds good. And so we, Heidi, last minute headquarters, contacted um, one of her booking agents, uh, a guy out in Petaluma, California, and she called him and was about to start to tell him about the association, who we are. You know, he yeah. stopped her in her tracks on the phone. He says, oh, no, 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 you don't need to go any farther. He says, I know who you are. My wife is a walleye brand. No kidding. In San Francisco, and she has been to your conferences. You're kidding. So I took that as a sign from above. That yeah. It was probably going to work out. You know, definitely who? Wasn't Can you say of. who it is? Um, Nancy Castor at the oh. Clark Sanders, I think. Yeah. So, what a trip. So, true story. So, Small world. You know, that, well, okay, you were talking about cheering up. I, that Maury Sendak story. I still, I'm already. Was anybody not crying? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. We're live on the air. It's terrible. Give me a Kleenex. No, I'm kidding. I had seen the clip. I knew she was going to play the clip, and that didn't help me either. No, that was. It, it was not related specifically the keynote to librarianship, and, and I think some people were complaining about it, but, you know, it was really a good talk. As Holly said, it's supposed to think if, if listening to Terry Gross interview someone doesn't demonstrate the power of connection, then nothing in the world does. Yeah, yeah. So, now it's, it's over. You have two past presidents on one on either side. Do you have, you guys have, Margie and Tori, do you have advice for how to unwind for her now going out as a former? Well, she's not done yet. She has to be past president. <laughs> oh, that's right. Not quite as much work, but still. Yeah. Well, I would say take a deep breath, go on vacation, try not to think about AALL for at least a couple of weeks. But yeah, she's got another year of service, and I'm pretty sure that the income of the new president, Keith M. Stuyvesant, is going to call on her. So it doesn't yeah. really end, but the, I think the, the you just you feel the weight sort of lift yeah. at yeah. the end of the year. Are you going on vacation? I'm actually going Good. on vacation. I'm on a three and a half week vacation, which I never usually do. So. Um, oh, that'll be fun. So then you can go longer than two weeks without thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of part of the vacation, I will have no Wi-Fi and very little access to be able to do anything. So online and out in the world, so it's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah the, the way life is turning out, it's getting a little frightening. I left my phone up in my room when I came down here, and I patted my pocket and then, oh my god, you know, I mean, it's real sensitive. But I would like to not feel that sense of panic when I didn't have my phone around. Well, so what was the, um, what would you say was the true highlight of your year? My year? Um, the one thing I, that I've talked to a lot of people about, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm librarian. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, that alone I'm really happy to have been able to serve and the fact that my firm was so supportive and was able to work it out um, and make it all well, happen. And, you know, in, in, and I'm real glad that that the association does that. It, it, you know, at first I think, and some people may find it have found it annoying to do the rotation. But you know, in fact, Marky, Tori, and I have all been firm librarians, and I think it brings a really different perspective to the profession. It's really valuable and useful in every way. So. Yeah, and that was. I mean, and so. You know, I live I live in that world most of the time. Yeah. We all live in our own little yeah. world. I mean, we get glimpses and stuff. And we, but, you know, going to some of the meetings that were filled with people from associations I don't normally deal with, like the Mayflower meeting in mm -hmm. UC, talking to people about, you know, the bar exam and bar you know, placement and all of that. But, I mean, yeah, it affects me because that's where they start and they come to us. So um, that was really eye-opening for me. And also working on being a lot more involved in the advocacy stuff than I have been. Um, and working with um, Emily and Elizabeth, um, the government's yeah. office, and you know, get, getting caught up to speed on things and being able to do that—that that has really, um, you know, 
given me a larger perspective about what, what goes on there. So those were kind of the two things I think of when I think about what was really kind of special and, and opening, eye-opening for me and something I don't normally do. Yeah. And what are you going to miss? You know, it, it's hard to it's hard to function at a certain level and then just, I mean, just kind of drop off. Like, you know, I have weekly meetings with the executive director. You're on every single list and you see every single email. And so, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're part of the club and then they throw you out or something. You know, <laughs> you know you're not part of the, you know, the little inner circle anymore. And so it's, uh, it's that, that, that's just hard. You know, it's hard to just kind of stop cold turkey so the three-week vacation is going to help me sort of ease off. But, I mean, it'll be nice to have a little more, you know, time and energy to do other things is that, you know, maybe I can read a fiction book because those have been gathering dust, you know, I'll usually go home and, you know, Leanne will say, what are you reading? I'm like, the board book, the report of the blah, 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 you know, so I can at least, <laughs> you know, do some other things, but yeah. um, I really, really, really uh, had a great time. Good. It's fabulous. Well, so let's talk about what we did at the Please. meet. Please. Yeah. Let me just take, a, take Please. the opportunity to say so long, we've got to head to the airport. Okay. Taking my wife to Disney World next week for our 40th anniversary. So, so All right, 40th. Yeah, we really are going to Disneyland. Disney World. Yeah. It's been a pleasure with you, chatting with you all. Thank you yes. for inviting me. And thanks once again for uh, being Ken. <laughs> you know, karaoke with Ken. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Have a good trip. So, everybody, um, have a good conference. Productive. What was uh, you meet any uh, great new people? See any great programs? I'm just I'm just recovering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what everyone else has to say. Would you say the the um, uh, the biggest takeaway that you know as you leave uh, Philadelphia? that you've got? I mean, do you meet new people? I thought the programs... One of, one of my takeaways good. is that I'm so excited about the new generation of uh, leaders that's coming up and the, and the new generation of program planners and presenters. It's not the same old faces. It's a lot of wonderful new people. Uh, and, I, and so I find it to be very exciting to be around them and to meet them. Um, of course, the, the most fabulous program was the uh, call, Making Digitization Project, Quality Digitization yeah. Project on a June Spring or whatever it was. It. Camilla Tubbs' uh, program, because that's what I'm focusing on now as an interest. I, I really don't go to too many uh, educational programs anymore, but I do go to a lot of meetings. LIPA, I really love to be involved in LIPA and, uh, and just to stay connected. And that's one thing when you're uh, experienced or you've pretty much done it all in terms of after 30 years, you can sort of pick and choose what projects you want to work on. And that's really a fun, uh, fun perk. That was an astonishing meeting. I walked in after it was started and I saw all the different groups and people talking. And as I focused my attention from group to group, Wanted to listen to everything. There were over 150 people there. Yeah, it was huge. So that whole that whole area is a new skill set, and more and more members want to plan and execute projects. And so, and the association has been very supportive of having task forces that study what the current state of digitization is among our members and what AL can do to support expanding that role. Uh, in turn, so we have some ideas for that. So I think it's a skill set more and more of us need to be conversant with, and there are more. There's more expertise, which is I find very exciting too, because most of us are just muddling along. Yeah. So that's sort of how I spend my conference. And LIPA, I, I just love the Legal Information Preservation Alliance uh, and the projects that it undertakes. So. No, this is important. Work. And the thing that I find that's just fascinating is the um, what the dynamic between digital and print and preservation is um, is not 
as a lot of people predicted, getting just more and more and more digital um, only, but um, it's getting more and more nuanced and more and more connected and in, in some ways more and more scary. Um, you know, you, as we rely more and more on born digital information, and a lot of uh, states are beginning to make the decision to only publish their uh, primary law digitally. Okay, that's fine while it's up and running. But then what? Well, New Elma is going to help us, uh, help them to understand what they're really talking about because they have, a lot of the states, uh, don't understand anything about that concept of permanent public access because it's very expensive to pull off. That's another wonderful area that AOL has been a leader in and, and will continue to uh, inform the leaders of the various states. Well, that ties into something one of the last sessions today, the Blue Book session. I don't know if any of you were in that one, but the ALSIS committee uh, had a couple of editors. Well, not no longer editors, but they were involved in this newest, the 20th edition. And one of the things that they talked about was the this, this, the rule about statutes and uh, electronic versus print, and how all along it's always been you had to do the print, even though libraries are cutting back and getting rid of the print statutes for other states beyond their own. And the blue, the blue book was still requiring that it be you, you know that you be citing to the print. The law review. Um, editors and staff members were clamoring at libraries for things that weren't in the libraries. And one of one of these two editors uh, mentioned that, you know, in the 20th edition that the rule does provide for using electronic. Because he read the rule that it was like, if possible, cite to the print statute. And he said, in our minds, that means that you can cite to the electronic. And I told the person I've seen next to I said, when I read that, the plain language of that says, if it exists in print, you must cite to the print. Oh. And the reality of the way the Blue Book rules are interpreted is, okay, we have you know, quasi-legislative history now, someone involved in this process saying, you can cite to the electronic under this language. But he's not the one who's interpreting the language. The one who's interpreting the language is every editor on every single law review. And many of those editors are still going to read, if possible, as if it exists. Um, and still send them to the library to clamor for statutes that aren't there. So it's just interesting how that, you know, I, I read that language one way and clearly the editors put it in a different way. Interesting. Was there any conversation at that program about the new rule that uh, cites CC? There was some discussion of CC, um, uh which they then had to explain to some people in the audience what CC was, so it was, there wasn't a whole lot of in-depth conversation about that in particular. Although, I mean, I think everyone is glad that that's, that's in there. And, you know, coming from Harvard Law, I would go. Rah, rah. go yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, because I work for LIPA, yeah. um, I'm here in wearing multiple hats, one of which is we have a table in the exhibit hall, so I'm an exhibitor. And I spend some of my time there, and I meet a whole different crowd of people than I would meet. Um, at programs or at the usual social aid events that I attend. So this year, LIPA is a supporting partner of Perm DC, mm -hmm. and uh, we had a, a business meeting here where we had a presentation by Kim Doolin from Harvard about Perm DC, and then one of the interns from the Berkman Center spent a day in the exhibit hall at our table demoing Perm DC and signing people up and all of that. And that drew a tremendous amount of different traffic than I normally see come by the table. So for me, it was, uh, you know, the takeaway was, I guess, a little bit about um, how we can continue to draw a variety of people and get the word out about things like digitization and the importance of preservation in your digitization projects or the importance of the preservation piece of ULMA or, you know, how the Blue Book feeds you know, into our thinking when we're looking at permalinks and all of that. And it's, so I, I guess I, I'm really starting to think more about how we market these programs and how we market LIPA and some of the things that we're doing better than, we're, yeah. than we have them. You know, one thing that <clears throat> I've often wondered about 
PERMA, which sounds like a, a, an excellent, necessary program, and I'm glad that it's getting done, is do, what do firms know or are doing or responding to PERMA? I don't think, I mean, at least from where I sit, but I don't think we really are doing anything. But. Yeah. You know, it's interesting how academics have latched onto it, courts have latched onto it, but it'll be interesting to see what what firms do or if it'll even be necessary. What? Yeah, I said things move very slowly in law firms. Yeah. Huh. You can't quite get ahead of the curve. You know? Yeah, so I wonder what the thing would have to be to motivate firms. And it seems like understanding how this stuff works would be really important. That's a conversation we can have. I think one of, one of the best programs I went to was the one, of course, with the academics and the law firms talking about, you know, getting together. And there's so many, we were talking more about just the research process and skills that people have oh, yeah. and all that. But there's so many, there's so many topics that, you know, originate out of one group, but really oh. we need all of them to sit together. And, um, the one thing I liked about that program is you walked in and they wanted to have a good mix at all the tables and so, you know, they looked at your badge and identified you and you got one color if you were a firm or one color if you were an academic and then you have to make sure at your table you, were, you weren't all one color. So, yeah. um, I like some of the creativity I think people had in terms of how they presented, um, which for me is always really important because, I mean, the, the facts are the facts and we can sit up at a yeah. table and tell them, but um, the fact that people are trying to engage people, especially in large rooms, it's really hard to do, but um, some people did it really effectively. So, a long time ago, I tried to um, um, to get it going. Just this idea of having academic reference librarians go and visit, spend a week or two uh, on the reference desk in a firm, just because I, since I had gone the other way, that, and and I went to Texas. This is my first reference job. And you know, there's all the mythology about Texas, and it's all true. You go and read Bob Baring's, you know, uh, articles. One in LRSQ, it was bizarre. And you know, when you get there and you think, oh my God, I'm in the, you know, the pinnacle, and and they make it so important. And the weeks before you would, you, they would even let you sit at the reference desk, and then finally, I'm I'm there. Mickey Vogus sitting on a stool behind me at the reference desk, like watching me. I mean, I imagine that she had a switch, you know, and so if I answered the correction wrong, she'd whack me, you know. But she was listening to the question. And, and so I was sitting there, I was nervous. My first reference question in the desk at the University of Texas. Student walks up. What does SW2D mean? You know, <laughs> I could answer that one, but but I realized that I mean you'd never get that question on the reference desk at O'Melveny and Myers. And I mean, I I think it's hard. I mean, it's hard for firms like I would love to have you know library school students come and yeah. you know, intern, but I mean, there's the the confidentiality stuff kills us, and I yeah. don't know. I don't know well, how. I don't know how so, we can do it. And and so while I was trying to get that going, I would meet with PLL, and they would get excited, and then. Uh, the ulcers, and then when we started getting down to the details, it right. did get really tricky. I still think it would be a fun idea. I mean, you know, but the projects you could give, like a library school intern, aren't the you know aren't the projects you want them to have to have the experience, right? Yeah. You like them, you know, sheltering projects. But, or, you know, you I know. want to give them that real world thing, but we just have to yeah. do that. Yeah, that's true. I figured that out, and I would love to. It's the thing about the laws, and it keeps getting in the way. But but I think it it. And so maybe programs like you were describing is the best way is just keep throwing people together and getting them to talk to one another. There's a lot of uh, exchange that can be done. Just going back to the annual meeting for a second, it, uh, all this conversation we're having just points out to me how this is not a one-dimensional experience. Yeah. <clears throat> we have educational programs. Uh, of all, you know, a whole range of them, and we've got uh, the exhibit hall, and we've got social activities, and we've got a lot of networking just in the hallways of the convention center, um, and all of that's part of the, learn the learning experience of this meeting. And um, I, you know, I really applaud the people who put it together every year because it's, it's a lot of work to make that all of that happen. Oh, and, and I agree with you one. Hundred thousand percent, and I'm in the middle of working through my budget with my dean, 
and it's getting tight. The last thing that I would want to cut would be professional development. I mean, it is, I learn so much from coming to the conference. I mean, I, ne I never would have met Tom or any of you, actually, it were not for professional um, you know, conferences. And I've learned so much from everybody that I've run into. And, and it helps you develop ideas. I think we get better. You're absolutely right. This is my first time at the annual meeting since 2012, I believe, in Boston. Yeah. And so just those two years off, reconnecting with people here this year was tremendous. And a lot of them are people that I'm friends with on Facebook. So we see each other's lives in a very sort of surface level way. But a whole lot of what we're seeing on there is our personal lives. We're not talking about right. um, professional things. And so to actually you know, get back in the swing of talking shop with a lot of these people um, again, um, was just it was a nice experience. I feel like it, it, in a way it's almost like I'm relearning how to go to the annual meeting again because I have lost that skill. Yeah. No, and and I don't think I think there is a room for you know virtual interactions. You know things like this, you know, podcast or or webinars. There's definitely room for that kind of stuff, but it it cannot take the place of face to face meetings. I mean, heck, even just having drinks with people, you pick up things as well as have fun. But you know. yeah, I do have a special, I think it's a special committee um, that Ron Wheeler is chairing. Us, you know, now five um, You know, to look at education, to look at everything we do, really holistically and a little more strategically. Um, but it's something we've talked about. You know, there's the annual meeting, there's publications, there's webinars, but then there's these like little groups everywhere, and they're not. They're not even really, they're sort of chapter groups, but they're like in, in NoCal, they're not really NoCal groups, but they're groups of like law firm librarians and other groups. There's like the large law firm directors that have a call. Yeah. There's all these really interesting little pockets where people get together um, in person if they can, but virtually if they can't. And we thought of that, you know, one of the things that they're going to think through is, you know, can we, how can we do something like that? Or, you know, because it really is, we're here at this annual meeting, but how do we, Kind of continue it in some sort of, you know, formal way or, or processed way, and so um, hopefully that's something they'll they'll try to tackle with a recommendation as well. Okay, you know, it just occurred to me. I owe you a huge thanks for us uh, being here and doing this. It was your idea. I called you up to be on on the podcast last fall, and you said, you know, I was thinking, would you be interested in doing this? I thought that was at first it was flattering. But it's actually turned out really well. It, we've um, had something like 400 people listen to it um, afterwards, uh, the first show and then the second. So, And I've gotten a lot of good feedback. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, it was, so thank you very I mean, much. We, we tried a lot of, you know, we tried a lot of, we tried yoga, and that was pretty successful, I think. Some people, feedback I got was, Except I that like scares me. Morning yeah. to do yoga, so we're gonna, you know, work on that, right? Every time you try something new, you have some tweets. But um, yeah. you know, I, you know, I mean, Carol Watson and I, we're we are separated at professional birth, I mm. say, uh, because we kind of thought alike about a lot of things. But you know, I was, I mean, unless it was going to be prohibitively expensive or be, you know, really scary, I thought well, let's try stuff, mm. you know, and you know, see what happens. And I think a lot of it, a lot of it worked, and you know, right. But I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad, I'm glad you were willing to do it. So. No, it, it, it's, it's really been a blast. So um, we've got only 15 minutes left. Uh, time is flying by pretty quick. Um, what were... Um, I, let's talk about the exhibit hall. Um, you were there more than most of us, probably. Well, I was what? there, but I honestly, I didn't... I didn't have the same opportunity to go around and visit with vendors that I normally would, and um, because I am also the AAL vendor liaison, I don't pick up. Oh, a lot that's of right. Um, and that's right. Go home with swag. So. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I see you have a little collection of things yeah. here on the table that you must have picked up in the exhibit hall, but I don't have any of those things. You, and I forgot. That's like a permanent. Or I mean, that's an ongoing position in AAAL, that vendor liaison thing. It, it's kind of dropped out of 
at least my um, field of vision that it exists. It well, I think it's about to go through some transition, but yeah. ALL still has a commitment to. And I've never asked program. you how it has gone or how it's going. Or it's been very interesting. Yeah, I think bet it's it gone is. really well. We, during the, I've been doing it for five years, and during that time, we developed a vendor wow. relations policy and um, had regular meetings with publishers and worked very um, collaboratively with Crib and with a couple of other committees that have relationships with uh, publishers. So yeah. it's been a good thing. Wow, you would have been interested. On Sunday night, the the conversation that we had, we had um, uh, David Perla oh, yeah. and Ed Walters. Yeah, I'm and, uh, that one. Huh? I'm sorry, I missed that one. Well, it's available. You can no, go I'm, listen. Yeah. I, I, that's I one that... Well, at one point, the, who was it? David Perla, I think it was, who made the suggestion that law firms are becoming publishers. Oh, he said both law libraries and law firms are in the publishing industry, or yeah. publishing business. And it was really interesting. It was one of those kind of ninja moves where they were talking, and then all of a sudden they made this statement. And when you think, and then... You you mentioned the digitization project. It's the the separation between being publisher, library, and consumer kind of getting blurred. There's so many ways that we can publish and consume and acquire. We're all becoming one. It's an inter It's just interesting to ponder. Are you going to talk about any of this? Oh, this swag, yes. God, I, I distracted myself. Yes. This, well, no, there were a couple of really um, different things. I, this was one thing from um, Complete Equity Markets, a pizza cutter. I've never seen a pizza cutter at um, in the exhibit hall. And it's pretty cool. It's actually... Feels like it's a pretty durable cutter there. And then, <clears throat> USB fan. So you can stick it to your. Uh, we could try it, although my. Oh, I, did, I did see a demo there. They did plug it in. And yeah, you plug it into your computer and it'll zip along and cool you off while you're. It's out in Arizona. Huh? It's out in the desert. Yeah, that's right. That would come in. Yeah. And then uh, Bloomberg had a um, has a little. Uh, oh, and I didn't notice that it has a suction cup. Bluetooth speaker. Oh, that's very interesting. Oh, that's cool. Copyrighted for me. That's very cool. It works. It does <laughs> wow. stick. So there, there, Cindy. Yeah. You got to get a picture of this. There. You <laughs> I don't know if I want this picture to go out. But <laughs> and then uh, they did give a selfie stick, and I was going to demonstrate it, but it doesn't work. Um, the button doesn't work. And I don't. Where did this come from? Is it Thompson? Yeah. So um, and then so I struck out twice with Thompson. So the selfie stick doesn't work, although it does hold my phone well, but the button Your doesn't click. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then they had these things, which I thought was kind of ironic. Um, it, there, it's an iPad cover. Okay. And I don't have a mini, but the, which is this size, but I do have a bigger one. Uh, I have an iPad Air, and the one that they had for the iPad Air doesn't fit my iPad. Yours wouldn't fit either. Yeah, so I got this. My wife has a Mini, but but I'm not sure. I think doesn't it seem ironic to put a oh, yeah. okay. to make it look like a, a book? I don't know. They love to do that. Yeah. Well, didn't they do the um, the stress ball, the squishy ones? Remember they had the photo recorder and it was yeah. The people at Apple work so hard to make these things thin, and the first thing we do is go out and buy <laughs> something that makes it a half inch thin. Yeah. And then, 
Uh, does anybody have a question that they want to ask the magic ball? What is the magic ball? Well, you just have to ask it a question. Like a magic ball? Huh? Who? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you have to ask it a question, and then uh, the answer is, so it shall be. Oh. It didn't so answer it, my question. I said, is this show almost over? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're... But but Hindhead, uh, this was kind of interesting. Uh, I got a pen. I may as well plug my book again. Go for it. You got five minutes. Yeah, because I I um, completed the seventh edition of National Survey of State Laws, Yay! and it's going to be a Hein online yeah. uh, database. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be so good. Now, largely because of the efforts of my wife, who typed in, keyed in all of the updates. It's but it but it's really on Hein online. It's going to be much better if you ever used or ever liked National Service of Survey of State Laws, the online version would be best. But anyway, so they gave me, as I guess they were giving them to authors, pens that come apart and it's a little USB stick. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's cute. Isn't that nice? And then, uh, but it's not just that. No, there's more. It's also a stylus. Yes. And it works as a real pen. Similar to the thing I got from Lexus, which is a micro USB stylus, USB, and screen cleaner. Oh, no kidding. Oh, look at that. Nice. Was that available to everybody, or or was that a special no, residential today. perk? No. Today, uh, was it today? Because they had them different ones each day. I think. Oh. I think this was today. Well, they didn't tell us that you had to go back. <laughs> Did anybody else get any cool? Swag. I just pick up my pen supply for the year. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a lot of pens. Yeah. That's about it. Somebody was giving me a little football. Bath cake had a little football. So I went to uh, the deal because um, somebody, went, one of our librarians went to SLA and had already told us that I need to stop by the deal to get their gift because they mail you their gift. So that, first of all, that's a winner in my oh, yeah. I um, and I don't know what it will be or what it is, but it, it, this will, some people will resonate with this. It comes in a blue box with a white ribbon. Ooh. So I will have to, I'll report back later on what the okay. gift yes. is once I get it after I'm back on vacation. But I figure it can't be bad. It's half bad. Yeah. And lots of candy. Um, Bloomberg mints. Anybody need a mint? It's kind of mustache wax. <laughs> is it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't have a mustache. All right. Well, and how about restaurants? Anybody um, visit any good restaurants? We mentioned Tallulah's. Uh, I think we were offline when we were talking about that. Is that right? I mean, if anybody listening, if they get to Philly and you want an exquisite meal, Tallulah's. Tallulah's Garden. And Buda they make. Budacan. That was really fun. Where? Budacan. Budacan? That's what it's called. It's what kind of the old city, and it's really then You walk in, and there's a wall of water, and then there's a gigantic Buddha in oh. the wall that overlooks the diners. And is it vegetarian? Uh, it could be, yeah. but it's not yeah. specifically vegetarian. Mm. We're going to, I think it's the oldest Italian restaurant in the U.S. that is still owned by the same family that owned it in the very beginning. Wow. Ralph's. South Philly, so I don't know how it's going to be. But it's called Ralph's? Ralph's. Wow. Yeah. Good and you'd recommend it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> good, good, you know, Southern Italian, the red sauce, just like, you know, Grandma used to make. So. Cindy? Probably the best meal I had here was at the La Familia. Oh. Um, that was amazing. Family-owned Italian restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, La Familia. That was good. Yeah. All right. Um, what else do we have to talk about? You can. Oh. The Hall of Fame. That's right. Your Hall of Famer. That's right. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. And we have any other Hall of Fame? Are you a Hall of Famer? 
Were you in last year? Last year. Very good. It's a very nice recognition yeah. by your peers. And um, how many people were inducted into the Hall of Fame? So the we have to see four. Four, and then the Gallagher. If you're a Gallagher award winner, you automatically get inducted. So there were three Gallagher's that were not prior. So okay, and then. And this year's Gallagher winners are Penny, of course, and Tim. Tim and uh, Sally, two Sallys, uh, Sally Wyatt and Sally Goldfrog. Oh, no kidding. Excellent choices all. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Tim, Tim Coggins was not able to be here. I think we've seen, seen Oxford or something, and so he, but he taped something, which was very nice. Neat. To watch. Yeah. Um, in our keynote with uh, the bobbleheads, I hope, I hope there were no fights that broke out over those. But yeah, he was, uh, he was actually he he told me before we went uh, talked to him before we did it. And he said, "I'm actually really I'm really excited about this, but I'm actually really I'm frightened. I'm really nervous." He's like, "Cause my mom's a librarian, and like I'm talking to a, a group that I really really admire." And you know, so he was. I think he had a blast. I think he really yeah. enjoyed it. So that was great. Yeah, and I'm really sorry I missed it. We are within our four-minute thing. Let's do a um, trivia. Another round of trivia. Okay. Somebody want to shout out a category? Wrap it up. Personalities. Personalities. What president said? Observance of the law is the eternal safeguard of liberty and defiance of the law is the surest road to tyranny. Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Richard Nixon. Lincoln. Um, Keep going. JFK. Yeah. The well plane, done. That's the plane speech. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we know it was before 1986. I can't, I can't believe I know anything. I'm just amazing. I got three right. Pretty good. Pretty good. I think we should have an ALL game and like cards against humanity. Oh, there you go. An ALL version of that would be bad. I got some extra time on my hands now. I'm willing to pick it up. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess let's just wrap it up. Does anybody have any final words to? Anybody who's listening, um, you know, on the treadmill or on their commute from Philly, last words? The ALL rocks. The members rock. The speakers rock. It was another wonderful week of connection. And everybody, everybody checks in the mail for how many times they said any version of the word connection. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Rich and Lucia, for running Blog Talk Radio for sure. three days in a row. Yeah, thank yeah. you. This is really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, come, come to Chicago. I'd love to. Join no, if I'm, if I'm asked. And all people out there that didn't, there. That didn't come yeah. to Philly, uh, come to Chicago. And yeah. I think we're going to be, did I hear we're going to be in one hotel? We are in one hotel. So we're all <coughs> exhibit meetings, everything, wow. one place. We haven't been in one hotel since 1977 because the first oh. year was Rochester, 1978, and it was a huge scandal. It was the first year we were in two hotels. There's your TV card right there. But right what there. about, there we go. But what about uh, Reno? Who? Reno? The Reno meeting. That was meeting. after, that was, way, that was after. But that was all in one oh, hotel, one yeah. But it, but it was it was also freaky because it was in a casino hotel, so there were no windows. So you'd walk around and you had no idea whether it was day that or we had night. The rodeo? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. That we had the rodeo. rodeo yes. Yeah, that'd be another. But I remember, <laughs> and my wife and I, uh, when we checked into our room in the hotel, you know, just walk in. We'd driven up. We'd done a pre-conference or something, and and then the. The bed was up on a pedestal, and there, there was mirrors on the ceiling. It was. Uh, I can't even imagine what the presidential suite is like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember. Yeah, I mean, and you'd go to dinner and you know have drinks and you know party a little bit. Oh, and and the the opening reception was like a night show, you know, yeah. nightclub show, and then um, but then you'd walk out and feel like it was ten o'clock in the morning. 
Yeah, yeah, that was exciting. That was. Uh, I forgot that one, but by and large, right. they yeah. had to go to two hotels. Yeah. Well, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much, everybody, for uh, coming and everybody out there for listening. Um, I hope it's been fun. And we're now signing off from Philly. Okay, anybody on Twitter, you have to, seriously, you have to check out hashtag law, lib, pick up line.